Media, I am George. We are back once again for the WrestleMania special edition of My Thai Happy Hour. It is that time of year again. It is our, I don't even want to say it's our Super Bowl because it's like the Super Bowl is their WrestleMania, damn it. Like this is, this is the day, this is the week. It's not even a day. It's like the greatest weekend and week ever for a wrestling fan. But we have a few more nerdy things to do before then. Which means there can only be one other person here that we need to introduce. George. Hambone. How's it going, I'm George? I'm so good to see you. I haven't seen you since, like, your birthday on Sunday. Since my birthday on Sunday, where we had an awesome brunch for my birthday. Yes. You know you're old when the highlight of your birthday is having brunch. Well, you know, the last couple of years, I, worked, I woke up in pretty bad shape on my birthday. Need we never speak of the Brutus the Barber beefcake incident. Uh, so... I uh, decided this year I wanted to wake up in good shape, so I, I very much made sure I was awake for brunch on my actual birthday. Did you have a good 40th birthday? Yeah, 39th birthday. I still look like I'm 28. Thank you for noticing. And yeah, I had a great birthday. Very relaxing. Got to play some games. Got to hang out with my friends. Got to eat some delicious brunch. So, you know, I really can't complain. You watched a movie? I did watch you a movie. Might, I'd, I'd say it was a pretty good birthday. Oh, I, th- I feel like my it was birthday, a great birthday. I remember it this year, so that's, you know, I, gangbusters. I avoid my birthday. I I purposely travel on my birthday every year, so I don't have because I would feel the need to throw a party or something, and I can't. So I just go to like Disney World or Disneyland or something. Well, you know what's cool this year uh, for your birthday? Well, actually, it overlapped from last year because it took so long for the belt to come. You know, for it's those a title, it's a title, it's a title, it's a title. <laughs> okay, so it took so long for the title to come. However, we did get you for your birthday at the pay per view. We did get you a cake. We did get you a title. And, uh, you know, you don't always get to celebrate your birthday on your birthday. It's just still special to celebrate it with the people you love. That's all that matters. All that matters. Speaking of people we love. Wow, that's like the production on this is so good. I know, right? (laughs) It's just like blue. It's popping. I don't know what's going on. But it's such a beautiful song. And that is Adam Bird. Welcome to our show again. Thank you. Hello. Hello. We are happy, so happy you could join us again. We have heard, we had great, every time you've been on, we got a great reaction. We get good reviews. Good, so good. So, we're, we, you know, we're, we're proud to have you on the air again. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here, happy to talk about wrestling. And it just occurred to me that this song you're playing, my new single, A Cool Island Song, thematically fits very well with Mai Tai Happy Hour and your uh, dining room here. Yeah, uh, it really does. <laughs> it, it, so. it feels very, you know, uh, islandy. The, islandy. <laughs> islandy, I think, is a good... Uh, it's a good word for it. How? What go. have you been up to since last we've seen you? I uh, just put that single out about two weeks ago and uh, gearing up for some shows, still working on my full length, and uh, nothing really too exciting other than that. All That's keeping me pretty busy. So, Do people care about full lengths anymore? I don't know, but uh, we're going to find out in a few months. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I, – I still prefer the full album. I was one of those people who hated – Singles, like I hated buying singles. Well, I, yeah, I've been putting out singles, which has been cool just in some way. I was just having a conversation about this, but uh, there you run into the fact that, like, especially if you're a new artist, because mm-hmm. this is gonna be my first release as a solo artist, uh, uh, you don't have much to show anybody yet when you've only got three songs in the world. So, you, yeah, there you go. But you're, <clears throat> but you're the speed to publish is a lot better now. Oh, yeah. Like I remember, Absolutely. I mean, best example was I used to love this band H two O, and you they played do. they played for like a year and a half 
before they put like a seven inch out. And it right. was just, they had a demo on tape. You had to hunt down. And it was just, and the funny thing was though, I'd seen them so many times by the time the full length album came out, I was like kind of tired of the songs already. Right, Cause right. it was like, we had heard these so many times. So, but that said, I hated the, as a Sam Goody veteran, the three ninety nine CD single, the four ninety nine CD. I'm like, I'd rather pay like ten bucks for a record or twelve ninety nine for a yeah. Tape. It, you know, I, I think the concept of singles has a lot of weight for it, but I think uh, the overall expectations people had that the album was going to die were um, exaggerated. Mm-hmm. I think people, kids, adults, whatever. I think people genuinely still have a soft spot for albums. It doesn't matter if they're, you know. Black or white, like the Michael Jackson song says. <laughs> See, I, I kind of had an opposite thought with this because, I, I, granted, for me, I love albums. I do. I, I really, once I get a band that I love, I want to be able to listen to at least 10 tracks in a row. Yeah. That said, do you remember the Dressing Cold EP from Texas is the reason? No. So this, oh God, I forget what year it came out, but it was in the, I want to say late 90s. It was, Revelation Records put it out. It was a three-song EP that the album ended up sounding kind of nothing like once Texas is the reason put that record out, but it had everybody foaming at the mouth right. for that Texas is the reason record because it was such a tight, amazing yeah. three song EP. Well, that's uh, another example of that, which is a couple years later because t- that's kind of before me, but Caven did that, right? Or, I think either bef- right before or right after Jupiter. Where they, I think it was right before Jupiter, they put out like a three song EP and they were no longer just a hardcore band. They were like a spacey stoner rock hardcore band. I feel like that's after Jupiter. It was it? All right, yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, we are talking about long lost screamo yeah. bands at <laughs> yeah. this point. Kate. It was 1995, by the way. I just Googled it. Who? The Texas is the Reason EP. Oh, jeez. Oh, I don't even think I was, uh, I, don't, I don't think I owned any music yet by then i was listening to raffi stuff <laughs> this is the reason all i remember i think like the lead singer had a fanzine everyone had a fanzine back then hambone most importantly right now it is time for your cocktail of the week because you love cocktail i george make us some cocktails so the cocktail of the week the theme should we for- call them craft tales george no it's not craft tales uh <laughs> God damn it, George. The the cocktail of the week, the theme for the month of April is Spring Fling. These are refreshing cocktails that we're going to make during the month of April to kind of usher in what should be the spring season. Although, for those listening at home in New Jersey, the day after Easter, we just got another snowstorm. We got more snow on the way. Uh, that was the day after Palm Sunday. I'm sorry. Forgive me. It wasn't real Easter. It was Catholic Easter. I wore a coat here tonight. I, I, saw, was, I saw you coming in with a coat. It I, was yeah. cold. It was cold today. Yeah. One day I had shorts on. The next day I had a long pants and a jacket. You had really nice red pants on yesterday. Yeah, I did. How'd, how'd you know? How you, you following me? So here, check this out. We are going to kick it off with the <clears throat> Bellini. Now, I got this recipe. Bellini recipes are different in that you could make them with different fruit compotes. What we're going to do is a classic Bellini right now, and this takes about two minutes to make. What you need is three ounces of Prosecco sparkling wine and two ounces of fresh white peach puree. Now, you always want to go with fresh fruit if you can. I mean, if you're in a bind and you're on a budget, canned peaches will get the job done just as fast. That said, if you got fresh white peaches, puree them. Put them in the bottle of the glass, and you mix and serve some champagne in there. Drink it in a champagne fruit flute, and get ready to be refreshed. Spring refreshed. Flame. 
Refreshed. Spring fling. So real talk. Is this Conor McGregor stuff going on today at work or a shoot? Gotta be at work. Did you see the video of him taking the barricade and throwing it at the bus? Listen, if that wasn't a work, that man should be in jail right now. But supposedly supposedly the police are looking for him right now. I just thought, like... How do you not find Conor McGregor? (laughs) The only thing that was very strange was that, like, he didn't... If this was a, a, a work, if this was fake, I mean, if this was real... If this was real, you'd think he would have interrupted the actual press conference, not showed up afterwards as the buses were rolling out. Mm, yeah. So it might be a shoot. I uh, don't know. I don't know. Supposedly the New York, the NYPD do not have a warrant out for his arrest, but he is a person of interest right now. That's ridiculous. It's definitely a work. I, I, I think so, it's too. Be. This is so close to wrestling right now. UFC is yeah. really about to jump the shark and yeah. go full on. Wrestling. For those that don't know and have not checked Twitter or anything today, Conor McGregor showed up at the tail end of the UFC press conference at the Barclays Center and went nuts. Like he basically somehow busted in the back. I don't know how you bust in through the back. Like how do you well, get past security? Well, if you're Conor security? and you're at UFC, then anybody's just going to let you walk. It's through. possible. It's yeah. possible. I mean, it makes sense if security knows who he is. Everybody knows who he is. Everyone yeah. knows who he is, and especially at a UFC money. thing. Uh, no, I just remember that that Masked Guard incident where Nico McBrain from uh, Iron Maiden showed up to the show and forgot his credentials, and they wouldn't let him in, and he ran over the security guard very slowly. So I would dare say that Conor McGregor is a little more famous than Nico McBrain. But they're both British? Uh, Conor McGregor's Irish. Mm. It's the whole thing about Conor same McGregor's shit. he's Irish. George. No. <laughs> That, George, that is not George, the same thing. George, that might have been a hate crime there, my friend. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I refuse <laughs> to believe that. They all live in harmony now. It's the same fucking island. Uh, no, no, actually, actually it's not. <laughs> no zero. Except the Clearly. You know, all need braces. Um, George. They all have the queen. They all have the queen. They all shit the queen. They all, yeah, God save her. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, Conor McGregor stormed the backstage area, started throwing barricades at people, broke some guy's face, uh, or fracas, I think is what they said. I don't know if there's a difference. And uh, ran out of there kicking and screaming and is being chased now for the NY- by the NYPD. This is the most unusual... If this is, I don't know. I don't even know where to go with this because I always thought UFC was kind of pushing into this territory. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Can you imagine if you're an NYPD uh, police officer tonight and you're like, I'm chasing around Conor McGregor? Like, I might have to be that. I might have to be the guy to confront him. I feel like that's on par with SEAL Team Six being like, I might have to be the guy to confront Osama bin Laden. <laughs> the first thing that's going to happen is Conor McGregor's going to eat a taser. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is it. like everyone's armed with the shooting tasers. If it's legit, if it's legit, he's definitely taking a taser. Uh, <laughs> well, I've seen Karate's way out of that. We'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. I think it is kind of a stunt to uh, to get on to the next UFC card, but we'll see. We'll see. They're supposed to, supposed to strip him the belt. He won't give it up. It's very Shawn Michaels slash Bret Hart type thing wow. where he won't give up the light heavyweight belt, but he also hasn't defended it in like two years. or so. I think they stripped him of some other belt. I thought you'd go with Rick for that one. I, I don't. For what? For, for leaving with the big gold I, belt. I would have thought maybe more Medusa. More yeah, Medusa. That one's a good one, too. So before we get into deep into the heart of wrestling, I actually thought maybe doing this as a special edition, but we do have some like geek stuff to go through. Hambone has enlightened us. He went to see Ready Player One, which I know very, very little about. And he uh, 
he he went and saw it and supposedly there's some like you know I've never I know nothing about this movie by the way it just looks really bad it looks like Tron um, but it, there's a book and there's like a lot of geek stuff and Hambone will go see anything what's the name of our segment we're gonna call this segment what Hambone will watch anything Hambone will watch anything I think I it was Hambone shitty movie corner but then I felt bad and gave you a better title George it's a much better title Hambone will watch anything talk to us talk to us layman about Ready Player One. So, <laughs> this is going to be a little controversial. So, I didn't really like the book. The book was written by Ernest Klein, and it is an absolute nerd wank fest. You know, you read books, and you read stories, and you watch movies, and there's always that thing where you're thinking, oh, man, well, if they had this, like, magic item, they could get out of this whole issue that they're having. Well, the entire Ready Player One, at any given turn, you're thinking to yourself, oh, man, if he had this, and he can get out of this, whoop, we reach into his bag, and he's got a lightsaber. Oh, he's got the Acme hole. Oh, he's got an X-Wing. He's got this. It just, it, it's a, it's kind of a really crappy book. You know, that being said... You've read the book? I read the book. I read the book, and I, I finished it because it hit a point where I'm kind of like, it, it turned into... Not that the story is so compelling. It's just that, well, I kind of want to see how he's going to get out of this because they built it up to a point where he needed like some crazy item. And it was, it's just, if I was to to really sum this movie up in the front of the segment, I would say it's cheap pop the movie. It's Easter egg the movie. You're constantly looking for things that are happening and nods to your favorite video games, your favorite movies, your favorite literary characters, because they're all popping up in the book because everyone is an avatar in this world. It's a video game world. It's essentially like if you were living in World of Warcraft or Minecraft. So you could be running down and shooting at Freddy Krueger and Hello Kitty could be like kicking you in the nuts. So that's what's going on in this movie. I specifically but went... what's the point of the movie? So the point of the movie is that in 2044, uh, it's a dystopian future and they... Oh, I love dystopian Oh, I know futures. you love dystopian futures. So there's this thing called the Oasis, which is essentially... Um, live, you know, you're you're actually in the game. You put on a, a Tron kind of headset, you're in the game, and you're living out your fantasy in this world, doing whatever the hell you want to do. So it's about this kid named Wade Watts. Now they switched up the they switched up the location. It wasn't Oklahoma City. Now it's in Columbus, Ohio. He's poor. His parents are dead. He's trying to find a better life. And there's this contest in the Oasis that the guy who created the Oasis has this thing going on. If you solve these three quests you will be the now owner of the Oasis. So everyone's trying to solve these quests. And the company that runs the Oasis is trying to stop Wade Watts in this quest. It's a pretty, pretty, you know, by the book story. The most sci-fi thing I just heard was the fact that um, he would give it to kids from Columbus, Ohio. Yes, that's the most far-flung thing you're going to see in this movie. <laughs> now, the, my problem with the book was that... It's it just a, a like a white male nerd wank fantasy the entire thing. The girl, the female character in the book, she's kind of treated as a prize instead of say like if you're watching Harry Potter and Hermione Granger really literally is the most talented person in the entire book. And could Harry oh, Potter would not have made it without Hermione Granger? Yeah. So uh, I really wanted to see this movie because there's a lot of Dungeons and Dragons in the book, things that happen in the D and D world, and I think Spielberg has got a great eye, and I wanted to see what he was going to do with all this Dungeons and Dragons stuff. They pulled it all out. They actually changed the story. The second and third act are pretty much nothing is like it was in the book. And I will give a lot of credit. It actually made the story better. Like all the changes that they made, they made the story better. In the third act, the girl actually, they can't they can't save the day without the girl. She's still kind of treated as a prize. The love story in this movie is so fucking clunky. That said, 
they actually give her more to do and they give her a better reason to be in the story. Um, it was good. It was it was it was a fun popcorn movie. I uh, <laughs> it's just it's just funny that it's it's just such a bad book. It's I- such a bad book. Two things. First of all, uh, nobody under the age of 35 plays D&D. So there's that. Uh, I beg to differ. Nobody. Nobody under the age of 35. I'd argue nobody under the age of 40, but I, you exist. So it's tough to like figure that out. So so I should just make a list of all the things you've been wrong about so far tonight. And we'll recap at the end of the episode. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. I also am entranced because this movie... Uh, sounds like another movie that I loved uh, that was about video game culture. and uh, The Wizard? Oh, fuck. You ruined my joke. (laughs) You ruined my joke. See, that's where you just... I mean, it was also a dystopian future. It starred Fred Savage. That's pretty dystopian. And and, and they had to find Super Mario 3. Am I correct? Like, that was... This was well better before uh, Hambone just ruined everything. Yeah. So you suck. Well, uh, at least I have my facts straight. Well, you know what I have for you? There's one thing. You know what you are? What? Nerd! <laughs> so one, one thing I will say about this movie, though, that they've been doing with a lot of movies lately with Rotten Tomatoes is the very first review comes out, and they're like, it's certified fresh with 90% because one reviewer has reviewed the movie. The movie hasn't even hit theaters yet. Right. And they tried. To, they did the same thing with Batman Superman where they try to hoodwink you into like, oh, my God, this it's actually certified fresh to get you to go as fast as you can before you realize the movie sucks. Right. And the Rotten Tomatoes... Uh, rating drops. But that's, but that's not too far off from what they used to do, which is they used to pull the one line out of a review that was like positive and use that as a focal point. But then the rest, the rest of the review was like, "This movie sucks." Yeah, it's not that far off for what we've always done. And, and they didn't do that with Last Jedi because I'm pretty sure 24 hours in, it was at like 30. percent Yeah, everyone and now it. it's a lot higher. But so <laughs> a couple, a couple things for me with this movie that I'll say is that. Uh, the iron, they had the Iron Giant in it because they had to swap it out for what it was supposed to be from the book, uh, Supa Diaman, which I can't even really pronounce. Um, so the changes that they made for the most part were really good. I didn't really appreciate seeing the Iron Giant as the weapon of war. That said, it was kind of cool to see the Iron Giant pop up. And I will tell you this. There's a part in the movie where they completely nix the second challenge and they change it into a Shining challenge, like the movie The Shining. So there's like a solid five, six minutes of the movie that takes place in The Shining, and seeing The Shining through Spielberg's eyes is actually really cool. So, you know, if you're going to see it, see it at home. Uh, I, I don't thought know that, you said somewhere that you have to see this in the movies. Yeah, if at first I did, and then I thought about it a little more, and I'm kind of like, it's just not going to... No, it, it so seemed, you realize you're always wrong at first, and no, then you realize... No, I, I had a thought process with it, and it was that it looks good on the big screen because a lot of things, especially with the digital animation that they have for most everything in the movie, like I don't know how it's going to scale down to go to to watch on a home entertainment system. Whereas, I mean, everything that takes place in the real world in this movie looks, looks it's Spielberg. I mean, you, you get what you pay for when you go to see a Spielberg movie. Speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, I was very surprised that uh, A Quiet Place was getting around a 99 when we discussed it earlier in this week. And now it's at 97% certified. This is one of those, like, by-the-numbers horror movies in the trailer. But I'm now really curious to go see this because... You know, this might be this year's Get Out. Well, you know what's interesting about the movie is that it's the the guy who's made it is uh, John Krasinski, who was the the dude from The Office. So I just got uh, I just got Emily to start watching The Office. She'd never watched it before. 
that's cr- it's crazy. She's when, in ep- season four right now. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what else you should st- start? Parks and Rec parallel. Cause... Well, so she was super into Parks and Rec already. So when okay. I found out she hadn't seen The Office, I was like, what kind of backwards, uh, uh, you know, weird Mandela effect world are we living in that you've seen Parks and Rec and not The Office? So what do you prefer, Parks and Rec or The Office? I love both of them. Uh, the first three seasons of The Office is superior to almost any comedy TV show that's ever existed. It's just... And then Parks and Rec holds its thing longer, and I think... You know what I'm saying? I have yes. to agree. Parks, but, Parks and Rec never went down, but those first year and a half were pretty bad. Yes, but but on the other hand, The Office season... That, that original storyline of Jim and Pam before... Was well, excellent, I, yeah. It's it's untouchable. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to compare. I love them both. Excuse me one second, Adam. You watched Parks and Rec, George? Of course. The best. It's the only. It's the only it's comedy. American comedy ever. But it's a dark comedy. It is a dark comedy. It is, it's a dark it's, comedy. It is a dark it's comedy. Feel bad television. It, it is not feel bad. <laughs> it's feel bad television. It is. It is. And and I'd argue that um that The Office it might be the most uncomfortable television you will ever watch. Like yeah. worse than like. Serbian film, like, dude, with the phone, please stop crossing the beams. Don't cross the beams. No one can hear it. One, one hand, one hand. No one can like hear Like when it. you masturbate, but with the other hand. <laughs> George. Or both hands. I've heard stories. I've heard stories. George, for nothing. So let's move on to uh, another uh, geeky, like, love fest. Uh, Krypton, I believe, is, so this is all I know about this. This is supposedly sci-fi's new uh, Superman show, Without Superman, focused solely on Superman's grandfather or godfather or some shit, um, is it better because Superman's not on it in it? So it's it's actually shockingly good that it's a Superman show without Superman in it, and I'm I'm surprised. So here's the thing: on paper, it sounds like a terrible idea. On paper, it sounds like an absolute terrible uh, idea. On paper, anything with Superman in it sounds terrible. Agree to disagree. So what this is, is it takes place in on Krypton in Kandor with Superman's grandfather. And Adam Strange, who traveled from Earth in the past, comes to make sure that Superman's grandfather does the things he's supposed to do so Superman is born and the universe can be saved. So right off the bat, it, it sounds pretty dumb. And I am always skeptical about a... DC Universe, anything that's not made by Greg Berlanti and his team. That being said, it looks great. And I've watched the first three episodes. Uh, Three episodes have been released so far. I think Sci-Fi blew their entire FX budget on it. Uh, it It looks great. It feels great. There's a lot of things that happen in it that really do lay the groundwork for... Hey, Adam, make sure you close the toilet seat or the cats are gonna drink. Thank you. Oh, I guess you just you don't care about what I'm talking about. I'm sleeping already. Like I'm so bored. Listening. I got questions for you. Just answer the fucking questions, okay? Wow. Is this or is this not the same universe as the rest of the DC universe right now? Like the Arrow and it the is Flash. Not. It is not. So they once again they fucked this up. No, no, that's the whole thing. It, they didn't because it's it's self-contained and it's actually a surprisingly good story because the whole point of the city of Candor is that Brainiac comes down and steals the city of Candor and it becomes one of Superman's biggest regrets. Brainiac. Brainiac, the villain. Brainiac. 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 Wow. Yeah. Like they ran out of like Superman's not the worst possible character ever. They do Brainiac. How does this compare to Smallville? Is this the same universe? In it the is future? not the same universe as Smallville. And Smallville sucked. 
This is awesome. I, I, I have no comment at all because Superman well, you hate DC, is you're biased. Um, why is Superman so uncool? Superman's plenty cool, George. So, there's nothing cool about Superman. I agree with you. What? Like, there's nothing cool about Superman. It's, what? I, I don't know how to explain this to you, but I like... Can, I, I, my, my version of explaining it comes down to just simply, it sucks. He's, he's, he's John Cena in, uh, you know, the 2000s, where it's anytime there's a problem, there's a wow. new superpower invented to get him out of it. And then he has that superpower forever going forward. Yeah. And it's just, there's never any drama. Yo. You can't call somebody an underdog and then have them have a new superpower to get out of it every time. Do you know, oh, fully, fully disagree with that. Do you know what was the happiest day? <laughs> fully disagree do you know with what, that. Do you know what was the happiest day of my life? What was the happiest day of your life? When he died. John George. Cena? No, well, no. <laughs> Superman. I ran out and bought that bag. I have multiple copies. I've never bought Superman before. I bought it just to like read it and just in bask in the death of Superman. George. Like it was just... It was so amazing. It was like almost as amazing as when Batman guys back broke. And I was like, I never want you to come back. I hope you're dead forever. I want no child to ever have to have a Superman wow. in their life. I hope Gabe never finds out what Superman is because Superman is garbage. You know what you should do? Wow. You should, you should, once he's kind of getting a little older, you should start giving him like red juice and tell him it's Superman's blood. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Wow. Like Superman is the lamest superhero in the history of of superheroes. His name is Super fucking Man. Well, you know, they, Superman's existence boils down to when you're uh, you, when you're getting in an argument with some kid in your town when you're like 7 years old and it's not about the fight you're having. The kid pulls out the nuke and he's like, "My, my dad's going to come beat you up." Like, what do you say back to that? That's what Superman is as a comic. There's nothing to respond to with nothing. it. Nothing. He does everything. Nothing. It's not fun. God, DC is garbage. So for garbage people, at, at least Hulk Hogan. Start. At least Hulk Hogan had that haircut. Well, at least Superman's not racist. <laughs> wow, that is the worst comeback ever. Why do you always go for the juvenile? <laughs> I don't like, fucking know, man. Like, like, oh, name me five bands that were influenced by Rancid. You uh, couldn't really. You, you couldn't because it's a dumb argument. Well, like, it's it's an argument Adam, you lost because Adam you Bird. Were you influenced by by Rancid? Yes. See, you could have said Adam Bird. I got you one. I got one. <laughs> I, I was there I, for I could that. I called him Andrew Bird for all I know. You uh, did for like the first oh, two episodes. Okay. He was on. I, I never called him Andrew Bird on the air. And there is, I didn't, I, so just so you know, Adam, <laughs> I actually thought you were celebrity composer. Andrew Bird, because he, because oh, yeah. Hambone does this stupid shit where he has like some famous friends, but he calls them, oh, my friend, first name, and doesn't be like, oh, so you prefer I name drop everybody. Well, no, but at least I know who the fuck they are. Instead of like, right. so, so when he said, oh, I'm bringing Andrew Bird, he's a, Adam Bird, he's a musician, I'm like, oh, Andrew Bird, the composer. Like, I, yeah. there's a possibility he could be dragging that's, him over my house. That's the whole reason I'm going as A Bird instead of Adam Bird, is because I, Every time somebody gets my name wrong, it's Andrew. So I was like, I should just do a bird. It'll make it's just po- cut it out. Right? It's possibly why you wanted to punch me in the face when you met me. No, I got it's fine. It's fine. A few more questions here. Um, are the uh, horrendous reviews for Krypton, Krypton justified? Because it's pretty much a C, C minus meh. No, they are not. I have uh, a question. Is yeah. Shaq in it? Oh, that was a good Superman. <laughs> you want to talk about good Superman? Let's talk about no, Shaq. Shaq is not in it. <laughs> Uh, how does this compare to Gotham? It's so much better than Gotham. The The cool thing about this is it it's not reimagining the whole Superman mythos. It's it's an actual story that could have happened because Brainiac did, in fact, come and steal Kandor. Uh, not like Gotham where they're trying to reinvent the fucking wheel. Gotham's a terrible show. 
Is it true that Aquaman is just Superman's pet goldfish? Aquaman, George, is not Superman's pet goldfish, George. Because that might be the only thing lamer in Superman, but then I remembered, no, Superman really is the lamest thing ever. George, Superman is not the lamest thing I ever. I am so... I can't believe you have a Superman tattoo. Like, I will never... If you're going to cover up a tattoo, it should be fucking boozy. The Peter Chris lame-ass tattoo. It should be fucking Superman. And cover it up with a Wolverine skull or a Havoc logo or something better. George? No. I got two words for you. What? Suck it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Suck it, George. Let's call Harvey. Call Harvey. Let's call Harvey. And then the last, Harvey. I mean, I'm sure Harvey's favorite Superman's the black one. But, um... (laughs) George... All right, let's see if he, uh, let's hope. All right, that's at least going through there. Is that, is that Big Black? Do I hear you? I would answer, but I'm enjoying the track right now. Oh, I actually have you way too low. Let's see, can I get you louder here? How are you doing today, sir? Well, and how are the boys doing out there? It's okay. We have a, a special, hey Harvey. We have special guest uh, Adam Bird with us. Hey Harvey. Ken is Adam. Ken, What's ha- up? Ken has some sort of venereal disease and can't make the episode oh. today. I can't wait for that comeback to haunt me next week when I get a text from him saying, "How come you guys make fun of me?" <laughs> That's so gonna happen too. <laughs> um, I, that is not the edited version of Ice Cube. I apologize. Uh, I could not find an edited version of the Predator because it should never exist. Damn right. Uh, Damn we, right. We were just sitting here hazing Hambone for his love for Superman. What are your thoughts on Superman, Harvey? Superman. Which one are we talking about? The original classic or? We're talking about Shaq. We're talking about Shaq. Oh, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Good Lord. Shaq. Well, are you serious? We're talking about Shaq? Well, now, now we are. We, now we are. <laughs> I'm a Knicks fan, so by my very nature, I'm not supposed to like him. Um, um, I believe yeah. I believe Harvey by his name. So Harvey's nickname is Big Black. I just assumed Shazam was his favorite Superman. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm adding it to the list of things you're so wrong about tonight, George. Shazam is Superman, right? Isn't like his like black evil twin brother or something? It's so Steel. You're thinking of Steel. Steel is also the other black Superman, right? Wow. I don't think there's yeah. more than one. There's only one black Superman. It's Steel. It's Steel. It's John Henry Irons. I don't know. Fuck Superman. Oh, look at you. Spitting facts. Very nice. I'm so... I'm the only one who's doing it tonight, Harvey. I'm the only one who's doing it tonight. So we have to transition to wrestling. We're going to give the whole second half hour. If you don't like wrestling, just get off the air right now because you're not going (laughs) to... That's all we're going to talk about for a half hour. And, you know, we've got a lot of wrestling this week, guys. So much wrestling. So I was so excited to find out that WrestleMania next year was going to be in Dirty Jurors. That's right. Oh, yeah. And then it snowed on Monday and it's going to snow on Saturday. (laughs) Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, fuck, it probably would be really good in my living room. And then just watch, go to see Raw Live. Because it's fucking cold outside, guys. Yeah. It's really cold, but it's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania. When they built Giant Stadium, couldn't they put a freaking dome on there? You would think they would have. I'm so frustrated right now. Anyway, we're kicking off. So we've got, we've got. NXT, we've got the uh, Hall of Fame, which we won't go into because, fuck, it's never that good anyway. Ring of Honor, which we won't talk about, but it looks like it's going to be the breakup, the Bullet Club. I don't know what you're doing, Harvey, but stop doing it. I I know you need to do the dishes, but I don't want to hear the dishes in the background. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. Like if it was one of your eight children, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. I usually sometimes hear Gabe. But like you're doing the dishes while doing the show. Well, one of my kids wanted something to eat, but if it's more important for us to discuss what's my name, oh no, then, no, no, then no, little, no, no, little Zaris, go, go he away. Just, he just made me feel really bad. I now feel Don't like. Worry. <laughs> Feeding, feeding your child is definitely like feeding the children in general, especially, you know, as many as you have. Is yeah. this little Bobby? Is there, a, is there a Harvey Jr.? Oh, no. I would never subject a child to that name. It's bad yeah. enough I have it. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't do that. So, so let's start where we need to start, NXT. I got to say, NXT, this has been the best build-up storytelling since the Kevin Owens era. Like, mm. e- every match has a importance. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. Adam just did this face. No, no, no. I, it wasn't a face of disgust or anything. It was just a face of, uh, oh, I don't know. I've actually not been paying attention to NXT. Oh, you're, so you're and just going to enjoy be, it. Yeah, I might just have been missing out recently. But uh, this is the first time in a few years that I'm just kind of totally not in the loop on NXT. You don't like it? Learn to love it. <laughs> Harvey, do you watch NXT? <laughs> Occasionally. Occasionally. I wasn't a big watcher before, but I loved Adam Cole. So when he made the jump, I'm like, I got to start watching a bit more. I'm just ready for him to make the move. I need him on the main roster. But he's been killing it on NXT, too. Yeah, yeah. So instead of just going around and doing, like, predictions, because nobody really cares about what we think, I'm just going to ask each of you questions about different matches. How does it sound? And we'll on discuss. NXT? On every, on, well, there's not that many NXT matches. Are you, are you, you, you going to go, go take go, a shit? No, I'm no, going to go refill her. Just make sure you, the toilet seat goes down. The cats like to drink. Wow. <laughs> On the air like that. You yeah, can go. Dude. You can go get beer. Yeah, go get yeah. beer. Hey, Shame's bill of time for things. While you're talking about NXT, because I don't know anything about it. That's fine. All right, shoot, George. Uh, so I guess I'll go to you for. And obviously, if anybody wants to interject and talk, that works too. But the authors of pain, uh, AOP, who might be coming up, are taking on Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne, as well. As the Undisputed Era, which, I don't know, did I miss Bobby Fish getting injured? What happened? So, Bobby Fish got injured a bunch of weeks back. They were waiting to let people know for the NXT to catch up to where they were in the TV season. So, they didn't want to to announce it formally until Regal could actually sit down and talk to Adam Cole on air and Kyle O'Reilly and be like, well, Adam Cole, you know, you you need to to get in there to defend the the titles. So, so Hambone... Does anything happen here other than Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne winning? So I think that Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong are going to win because Adam Cole's got to appear later. Yeah. See, initially, I, I, I read the article wrong this morning because it was really early. But Adam Cole's pulling double duty, and he's going to be in the ladder match for the inaugural NXT North American Championship. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. Look, I think AOP's coming up like the next day yeah. or the day after that to take on the Bludgeon Brothers. Someone's got to. So, you yep. know, they're, they're, that's what I'm thinking. I don't have much hope for this match, but I find that usually when I'm underwhelmed going into a tag match, it turns out to be really good in NXT. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Harvey, uh, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. This has been a story a year in the making, possibly the greatest story of the greatest beard ever to be worn in professional wrestling. Are you excited for this? I am. I, I And this may be taboo to say, but I'm feeling maybe the beginning of a, or maybe the end of a flare steamboat 
these guys wow. work. This is phenomenal wrestling. It's storytelling at its best. Gargano is a beast. This is just, he's just making the next move up, but it's beautiful wrestling. This is the wrestling I love to watch. This is what I saw. I'm ready for this. So here's the thing. Uh, just so everyone knows, the stipulation is it's an unsanctioned match uh, because they had a loser leaves town stipulation. So Gar- from Gar- when Gargano uh, faced Almas for- to get one more title shot. So if Gargano wins, he'll be reinstated into NXT. If Ciampa wins, Gargano will be banned from NXT forever. So either way, if Gargano loses, you know he's getting the call up. If he wins... Uh, he's he's going to be awesome in NXT. My hope is that this is not the first match of the event because holy yeah. shit, these dudes are going to burn it down and make it real hard for people to follow it. I I agree. I really really hope that Harvey's right and this is the beginning of a series because when we heard a year ago that he was going down on injury after that amazing tag match, I I was really upset that we were going to have to wait a year to see this happen, but a year went by pretty quickly. And we're now getting it, and this really does need to be more than just the end of this feud because it's just really beginning. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. This could be something fun. NXT is honestly kicking the main roster's ass in a lot of ways. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's so good. Yeah, um, yeah it is. The women's match, I'm a little less excited for. Ember Moon versus uh, Shayna Baszler. That could be good. I think Shayna Baszler is what Ronda Rousey should be right now. Right. And is it? And mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I, I'm curious to see how it goes. I'm also very—I don't know who wins this. I mean, Shayna Baszler could win. Oh, now you got phones ringing, Harvey. Like seriously, <laughs> don't they know who you are? You are the like, like, yeah. Just, 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 just throw the phone. I want you to like hurl it across the room and be like, "Do not talk to me right now." Jack Tunney's <laughs> calling him. Yeah, right now. Oh. <laughs> It's it's and it's, gone. it's the WWF hotline. Yeah, it's it's Gene Okerlund calling him back. One nine hundred something or another. Are you ready to spend a dollar twenty five every thirty seconds to find out whether Shawn Michaels will get his smile back? Um, I, I I don't know. Spoiler alert: He really he gets a smile back, but he loses an eye. Hambone, Ember Moon, Shayna Baszler. Do you think this goes to Shayna and maybe she then goes with Kyrie Sane? Ember Moon maybe gets called up. What are you thinking on this? I think it goes to Shayna Baszler and Ember Moon gets called up. Uh, I because I don't feel like you could have another MMA style girl up on the main roster because you already have uh, <laughs> too many. Sonya Deville. You already have Ronda Rousey. Uh, it's, Once you have Ronda Rousey, you're kind of fucked with that gimmick. Yeah, you, you've kind of you got, got reached the plateau of that gimmick. So, yeah, and honestly, I feel like I've seen this match enough. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. You know what my favorite thing recently was on NXT? Uh, they were interviewing TM61, the Mighty Don't Kneel, uh, just doing cutting a promo about how they're going to get back and they're going to dominate and blah, blah, blah. And while they're doing their promo, the fight between Shayna Baszler and Ember Moon is like breaking out in the mirror, in the window behind. And the camera people just cut and run to photo, videotape that. Yeah. That's the type of stuff that NXT is doing that's making it way more interesting than what wwe is doing on the main roster they're actually just making this real world within the performance center of people who are just like angry and awesome now do you think it 
could stand to have an extra hour of NXT, or you think one hour is the perfect amount of NXT for uh, for what w- they do? One hour is the perfect time that I have available to possibly watch NXT right now. <laughs> okay, I agree. One hour is just fine. Two just, hours would be a little too much. Just fine, um, yeah. dude. That fi- that's I thought it was a five way dance, but I guess it's a six way dance. The North American Championship ladder match, which I will say, I think it is a gorgeous looking championship title. I like it better today because I actually saw they instead of having it in the shadows with Triple H, like I'm waiting for him to like hold up a glass of whiskey and you know have a cigar talking about it. But uh, seeing it today, actually like high res photos of it, it actually does look a lot better. It looks like the old NWA North American title, and that's what makes it. It looks like a real old fashioned title. It's small. It's it's classy. Uh, I'm excited. This match is nuts. Um, It's going to be probably the the match of the weekend. I'm going with Prince Puma. I'm going with Ricochet. I'm excited. He's my favorite, but it really could go to anybody. I don't know if you would argue for anyone else in this, Hambone. So a couple trains of thought on it is initially I thought Adam Cole because I think Ricochet, Ricochet just showed up at NXT. Adam Cole has been there for a little bit. Uh, now that Adam Cole is fighting with Kyla O'Reilly as the other half of the Undisputed Era tag, I don't know if they would give it to him if there is especially if undisputed ever retains the tags uh i think ec3 might be my dark horse for it i definitely don't see Lars sullivan or velveteen dream with it oh i see velveteen dream with it but harvey Me what too. do you think i like velveteen dream i wouldn't be surprised if he won but i also wouldn't be surprised if he didn't win and we see him on raw yeah it might be time to bring him up too I agree with Harvey. I mean, I don't think he's mm-hmm. been—I don't think he's been around long enough to be um, to be uh, par- on the main roster. But I mean, I wouldn't be against it either at all. I mean, uh, I don't know if he, he just, thrived he, there. He just seems like a character that WWE's creator would be ready to mess up. I like him. They bring him up to bring him up to Raw. <laughs> to be, to be and fair, the, and the, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Sorry. No, no. He just—I just feel like it's Flash Funk, you know, version two. Like they're gonna bring him up. He's a stud, and then they give him a whole. They're gonna take Velveteen Dream and make it something completely different. I'd be more but, worried about him being a Gold Dust too than a than a Flash Funk. I was just gonna say, to be fair, with the exception of Kevin Owens, who hasn't the main roster fucked up. <laughs> so, like, seriously, fair point. Oh, so sad. So true. Oh, so sad. Oh, and I love it. that they blame it on the wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, it's always their fault. Oh, yeah. There's that brass ring. You got to go grab it. It's not our fault. You can't get over. No, whatever. I mean, it kind of is. I mean, there's guys who are never to come up. No way Jose will never work as No Way Jose on the main roster. Oh, no. Fine, but where's Finn Balor's rematch? Yeah. (laughs) Finn Finn Balor has enough. The demon is the only one that wins. The demon needs the rematch. uh, All right, I'll give you that. So, closing the night out. Almas versus Cien Almas versus Alistair Black. I think that's going to be nothing but a barn burner. I'm excited. I think Alistair Black wins. I think Almas might actually call get called up because I think they need more like uh, non-masked Mexicans on the main roster. I mean, it's really what it comes down to. Unless well, there's one, Sami Zayn. He's Syrian. Oh, well, gener- no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I got it. It was a joke. I, I understood it. It was a it was an in in universe joke. I know it makes <laughs> sense. I'm laughing. I'm laughing inside. I'm laughing inside. Even He's not though really laughing. El Generico is saving kids at an orphanage somewhere right now. True. I forgot you they're not the same person. <laughs> not to jump off the point too much, but when they got fired off the show, wouldn't it have been fun for like a month? Yes. If El Generico had been on SmackDown, so just, just a month. Just so you know, Harvey. 
don't know if you were watching it, but he reactivated, when that happened, he reactivated the El Generico Twitter account, which he did tweet oh. from, and Pro Wrestling Tees did start selling the El Generico uh, shirts for about a week or two. So there is a chance he might actually come out as that. But yeah, when they fired him, I was hoping Kevin Steen and El Generico would come out to uh, to play. But that might be, I don't know if Vince can get, I don't know if Vince would get behind that. I don't think he'd understand that Like at if all. they lose that, I mean, we're jumping ahead here, but if they if lose they, that match, if he, they, if they come back as, uh, oh God, which is, by the way, one of the greatest storylines ever on, uh, on NXT and most people weren't paying attention because most people didn't like him as much as I did. But when Elias Sampson lost the loser leaves town match against someone who I don't remember right now, but he lost and the next week. El Vagabundo, the masked wrestler, the came masked out. Wrestler came back and, <laughs> and fought at the takeover that week, and it was just so funny. And it was because he was playing like a baby faced like masked wrestler, and he was clearly Elias Sampson. And then he got called up like a week later. But that was a great thing. That would I think that would work with El Generico. That really yeah. would. It would remind me of those days when uh, that. The still unknown guy, Mr. America, came out, and everybody thought it was Hogan, and just no. But you were never really sure. You couldn't be. sure. I'm still. Yeah, no. I, I I would never. I would never under a polygraph say that I thought that was Hogan. I thought it was the Patriot. That was just me. Wow. So let's move on to Sunday WrestleMania. Do you know WrestleMania is no longer allowed to be called the the granddaddy of uh, professional wrestling or grand the granddaddy of all time? Sounds too old. Yep. Um, yeah. Is that is that why? Yeah. Oh shit. I, I refer really? to WrestleMania as the day I actually eat cheese. Uh, so I'm very excited. <laughs> We've cleaned out the basement bathroom just for you. It I, flushes now. I appreciate that. Please put down the toilet seat. My cats drink out of the toilet. I know. <laughs> Um, they like to watch. It's kind of hard when you make eye contact. Yes, yes. Uh, I am so excited. This year's WrestleMania is one of the tightest WrestleMania cards I have ever seen. Like, it, it really is. There, there's the matches on here. The worst match on here is the U.S. title match. And if Rusev wins, it'll make up for it. So, yeah. uh, behind mm-hmm. the scenes stuff, rumor has it that Rusev did give his notice a couple weeks ago, causing uh, WWE to all of a sudden be like, oh, maybe we should do something with him, which got him placed in the U.S. title match. I actually would not be surprised considering the downward spiral Rusev's gone on while his character has actually spiked. But since Vince did not create the Rusev Day character, you know, yeah, God it. forbid it succeeds. But yeah. that, 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 that's so in, in general, this card is stacked. Everything on paper looks really good. Supposedly, the pre show is going to be the women's battle royal, the men's battle royal, and the cruiserweight championship. Any predictions on the on either of the battle royal schmazes? Go ahead, Adam. I think um, <clears throat> I think it's a good, fair bet that uh, Matt Hardy takes the men's. Um, That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, because uh, you know he won the the Wyatt feud, and I think at least backstage you have to have seen that the whole final the ultimate deletion, whatever it was called, uh, did well. So uh, he's one of the only guys I can think of going into this with any heat. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even totally sure of everybody who's in it, but uh, I don't know who's from, in it. Yeah, from like the bigger names, if you want to call them bigger names, he's kind of the only one I can think of that's got much heat going into it. So it'd be good to give it to him, you know? I also could see whatever Bray, Bray Wyatt returns at returning during it. Too. As Husky Harris? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
Or as Sister Abigail, right. or as God knows what, the or Hawaiian as Bray shirt. Dallas. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I also, however, the only thing I've noted here, it's either Matt Hardy or it could be Elias Sampson since he doesn't have a match. Right. I mean, it could, also be, it could also be Apollo. It could be no, Titus. No, now you're reaching hard. Mm, yeah. No. Do you have any? And I, and I appreciate that, picking the black guy to win, but no. No, no, especially <laughs> since the black guy is going to win the NXT championship the night before. Oh, wait, that's just his name. Sorry, Hardy. <laughs> George. What, do, do you have any discerning thoughts? Do you think anyone, do you have any hopefuls for winning the Andre Giant Battle Royal Hambone? Yeah, I thought the same thing as Adam did with Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. And I think it, depending on what Bray Wyatt comes back as, or maybe Brother Nero returns, and that helps him to win the, the Battle Royal. I just, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal is kind of stupid because it doesn't actually mean anything. It's, it's, I mean, to me, the Andre the Giant Battle Royale is like a step below King of the Ring. Yeah, that's, that's true. So, Harvey, what about the women's Battle Royal? What are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think this is like Bailey Sasha? This is a, all that's going to build up to is Bailey Sasha or Becky. That's what it feels like. And, and, and as usual, they didn't do this when they should have, and they waited so long with this feud. So you're gonna do it in there. It's I don't know how many. You said how many? Twenty? How many people? Are, how many uh, women are in this? Who cares? It's, it's, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, so it's gonna be all of them in there to set up the feud that they should have set up like seven, eight months ago. So I don't know. The, the winner. Know. The, the winner has to be either Bailey, Sasha, or Becky. Becky's. Right. I'm sorry. Becky has become the like Dolph Ziggler of the women's division. Right, but just saying, it, it's got to be her. one of the three yeah. of them. I love Becky. She's my favorite. I think it's going to be either Bailey turning heel or Sasha just costing Bailey. I don't know. I, I see something like that. What's but up? You Amber? could you could do that and still have Becky win. Yeah. Right. I I kind of to me the only way it makes sense because it's going to be right after I guess the the men's battle royale is if we have something where it was like the Michaels Undertaker thing where everyone gets cleared out of the ring and then they put on a clinic with Sasha and Becky. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, Sa- um, Sasha and uh, Bailey, where you, you know, if, if this is when the feud actually fully ignites or you, you finally hit that fever pitch, at least they're going to do it with everyone else out of the ring. So it means something. Do we get Dark Willow Bailey? Do we get Dark Bailey? Oh, I would love it. I want Dark Bailey so bad. I want yeah. her mm-hmm. in like goth makeup and goth outfit, like black streamers, black pop-up guys. It's going to be like Harvey's wet dream. I mean, it's going to be like... <laughs> Is she ready to go full heel, though? Is she ready to do that? We need it because her character is done. Like, she needs... Everybody knows she's a great wrestler. People like her, but I can't believe she's selling enough merch to not consider making her the best female heel. I feel like she would would actually be better on the mic as a heel. Yeah. Because she's trying to be like smiley, happy Bailey, and it just... Everything she says is so stiff. I don't know. Was she a good? Was she was she a good promo in NXT? No, I feel like she, no, she was. So that's the thing. I never found her to be great on the stick, no matter what. Maybe she needs. Maybe she needs an advocate. Maybe, but I think I really let's try. Let's see her heal. A lot of people aren't very yeah. good once they turn heel. Like become even better. There's a kitty cat that's making his way to Hambone, and he wants your love, Hambone. He wants your love. I, I can't touch you. I'm allergic to you. He wants Ooh. your love. You want your love? Just pet me. Well, I'll bring I'll bring some of my Kirkland gloves on Sunday, and I will pet the cat. Uh, cruiserweight challenge. I mean, Cedric Alexander's winning that, right? Like, there's to. no one like who even to. cares about Mustafa Ali's abs. I mean, I I don't know. I'm like they've been hyping him. There's little videos of him with his kid and his wife, and it's like this story. But 
I feel like it's Cedric. I agree. It's, it's Cedric. There's money behind him. I hope they're on the DVD this year because we mm-hmm. don't want anybody quitting. Uh, do you th- <laughs> do you think the uh, man the time forgot that gravity forgot might show up? So I I have a theory that if he shows up, he's going to show up as Strowman's tag team partner. No, Ooh. that's a weird one. We'll get there later. Yeah, we'll we'll get there later. I I have a point to make about it though. That's a weird one, but I don't. I that's interesting. Um, so. Let's see. We got uh, this. Is just the match I could give a shit about. It's the Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, Rusev match. It might. It'll be fine. It'll be a fine match, and I will probably go to the bathroom. It'll. It'll probably be better than we think it's going to be. It's going to be the crowd just mm-hmm. chanting Rusev Day for fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I think Rusev Day's smiling because he's quitting. I think it's interesting that uh, this is actually the first time we're seeing Orton really fall to the undercard. Yeah, you know he's uh, been. Yeah. He's hinted with it. Or, you know, flirted with it, whatever word you want to use, over the years, uh, especially recently. But this is the first time we're confirmed, like, we're at WrestleMania. He's got a secondary belt. Granted, he's the one holding it, but... Um, he's also the one dropping it. He's, he's going to be... Vacation. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it, it's it's kind of a... It's, it's kind of a changing of the guards type thing. If Orton wasn't in this match, it would have been in the pre-show. Yeah, Yeah, that's the sad thing. This is like the match that I just don't care about. So let's move on. The big, the big question this year's Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, the Hardy boys, will they appear thing is the bar is the bar versus Braun Strowman and question mark. We've heard everything from Hogan. I know Harvey don't go into it. We did it last week. If you want to hear more about Harvey's thoughts on Hulk Hogan, check out episode 63, 63. Um, We've heard, we've heard Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho's like, I'm not showing up if I don't have a story. Chris Jericho's actually doing a concert, I want to say, in New Hampshire. And they they said like the tickets weren't really selling as hot as they wanted to because it's WrestleMania Day. So he made a deal with the venue to do a matinee show. And then if you have a ticket, you could just hang out at the venue, drink, and watch WrestleMania with Chris Jericho awesome. afterwards. And then it, like, it sold out. Yeah. That's uh, a smart move. That's smart a move. very smart move. You know, they're saying a lot of things. It could be Elias Sampson because they were maybe they have a mutual respect. And that would be, look, there's things that I don't want to see. I don't want to see Elias Sampson. I don't want to see the big show, which is what it more than likely uh, will be. Yeah. I don't want to see Mark Henry. I don't really want to. I really, there's very few. Th- I mean, as much as I agree with Harvey and Hulk, Hulk Hogan that this is like a slap in the face, they need something of that caliber to pop the crowd. Because if it's big show after this is the only surprise, it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. So I don't know I if you saw the schedule for the uh, Chicago comic uh, convention uh, signings this week, but uh, CM Punk's going to be doing Friday and Saturday, and then he's off Sunday. It's, it's not CM Punk. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. It's not happening. happening. Yeah. It's not I'm happening. afraid it's going to be the big show. He just signed a deal. No, I don't but know. He, just, he signed a backstage deal. Oh, really? I thought it yeah. was a. No, okay. no, no. He said he retired. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. See, I, I'm thinking Neville because they have been on Neville's dick to come back for the longest time. Like ever since he left, they've been trying to get him to come back. I don't see him going back to 205 live because I feel like he didn't want to be on 205 live. And when he, when they were like, okay, you're going to be on 205 live, you're going to be the champ. Got a little cooler with it, but then you have to job to Enzo. I know we have not yeah. spoken that word in a long time, but it won't be Enzo. Yeah. No, it's so oh my God. It's definitely not going to be Enzo. Well, what if it's nobody? I mean, because but, it, but, but they've been playing it up now. It's like, who yeah. is the surprise? They kind of have to give us something. Someone but, has but to be there. It, uh, I, I kind of think it doesn't because you've been building up uh, Braun in this specific way for the whole year, and now you've dropped him into a tag team title match, right? Yeah. Which it feels like a demotion from how he's been treated all year. Right. 
But the way to put Heat right back on top of that is for him to be the first guy ever to win the tag team titles alone. I love your, I love your train of thought on this. You know? Yeah. I, I don't I don't deny it, but they've done stuff like say he has to have a tag team part. They've, they've said stuff now yeah. where it's like they kind of have to produce something. Couldn't it be like the opposite of the Freebird rule? It's the Braun rule? Yeah, yeah they could, but they, can, they could. Like they, they could, but the crowd will shit on it. It's basically what it comes down to at All this right. point. And I will say, hey, I, about, I don't know if you've, sorry Harvey, I don't know if you watched uh, Raw the other night. He already said Oh, I'm going to show you my partner. And yes, he went back. And yeah. yeah. He was brains, Strowman. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel oh, like that's what terrible. made me think oh, it might just be yeah. him. They, they've already gotten the mileage out of the joke. So he's got to have a partner. All right. Well, let's, we're going to, we're going to rest this. Let's, re- let's table this. Cause we could go on forever on who could be. I think. Yes. Let me just, let me just go one thing. Oh, no, Why no. not big cast? It could be big cast, oh, but, but, it's, but it still won't like the, it's still not going to be for the amount of hype oh, they've no. done this. They, they're going to blow this. They're not going to do this justice. But they're they're so, ca- I mean, the, the WWE, if they're good at anything, it's hyping things up that don't deserve it. Yeah. So yeah. it easily yeah. could be big cats. It could be sensational Sherry's corpse. But after. <laughs> it's still a body. It's, it's still a, a second body. person. It's a, it's a slightly warm body in the ring. Uh, we, we are moving on to the next tag team, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. It's the Usos versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. I, like everyone else, would have loved to seen the final blow-off of the New Day versus the Usos, but they put in the Bludgeon Brothers. I don't see this going any other way than the Bludgeon Brothers because the other two are already super over. Yep. And Correct. then you could bring in AOP on, like, Wednesday or Tuesday to take them out. I don't know. I have very little interest, but this if if... The Usos and the New Day aren't going to shit at this, the bet on this. It's going to be a good match, but I just don't really... The Bludgeon Brothers don't really aren't doing anything for me right now. Yeah, don't the Bludgeon care. Brothers really turns this into uh, a, a wet towel thrown on it. Because, yeah. I mean, like, I don't have a ton of uh, emotion invested in any of the teams, but I would uh, appreciate a match between Usos and New Day. Um, I think, think it'd be really good. The last one but, was fire. Sure, but yes. I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying it'd be really good and that would be deserving of the spot, all that stuff. But throwing in, you know, yeah. Adam's same right page as me. I think we're all pretty much on the same page on this. It's just hope the Bludgeon Brothers twist an ankle on the way to the ring, and then it's just, <laughs> just or just Eric, just Eric. Rowan. Yeah, I don't want them to get hurt. I just want them to twist an ankle. Yeah, they got to not compete for like twenty minutes. So, Harvey, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Is this Nia Jax's time to shine? I have to say, just the the story that they did with this was it's kind of dirty. I, I'm surprised that they went this route with it, you know, with the whole women bashing and whatever. But I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say. I can see them giving Nia the night, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was a run-in. Oh, you know what? Hey, forget, forget it. Couldn't Carmella just come in? No, wrong night. Forget it. Ignore no, all that. So I just want to put it out. He already. I, I, I just got to say things now because if I don't, someone ruins my stuff. I think Carmella's music hits. I think Alexa and Nia are being, I think Mickey James interferes, hurts Nia Jax. There's some shenanigans mm-hmm. going down. Nia Jax is down. Alexa's down. Carmella's music hits. She mm-hmm. pins Alexa Bliss. One, two, three. Because they're not going to do it to Asuka and Charlotte. No, 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 better not. And they've already shown that every time they try to do it to to Charlotte, like it's something goes wrong. Didn't she place kick the, 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 she kicked the, the, the briefcase of her hand last night. Dude, I don't know how she timed that. So that (laughs) shit could have went right into the crowd. I look at, I look at, um, I look at, um, this, the, this match we're talking about 
wow, my brain just completely stopped. Nia Jax. Alexa Bliss. And Alexa Bliss. Thank uh-huh. you. Sorry. And uh, so Alexa Bliss has really kind of fallen into the uh, John Cena role where um, – and I'm not saying this about her being a woman specifically, but uh, she's fallen very much into the, the visuals what's important with her. Right. Which is how it was with Cena. Like it's it's about the – he's the very atypical the, – the typical man look. She's the very, you know um, – I kind of imagine she comes out because this is the night where everyone's watching wrestling. And I feel like she walks out with it because of that reason. And it, it's not a woman thing. It's a just like Vince tends to book in a way where like the person who visually looks like a champion is to the him, champion, which he did with Cena for 20 years or 10 yeah. years. So um, that's the one reason I think it might actually just be uh, Alexa. And Carmella could also cash in and lose. I mean, it's sure. happened. It's sure. happened. Um, Baron Corbin. <laughs> I, I, I'm really interested. That, that's that the only reason why I don't think it'll sad. happen because of the Baron Corbin thing. Then it's like, what's the point of it if like both just or went to Damian shit? Sandow? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I met him at the uh, Walt Whitman uh, rest stop once. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. which, which side of the hole were you on? <laughs> I met him in the parking lot. <laughs> okay. He's really tall. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, Intercontinental Championship match. It is Seth Rollins versus The Miz versus Finn Balor. I think this match is going to be an incredible match. I, I'm just going for Demon Finn Balor. If, if, if there's a demon in this match and there needs to be a demon in this match, the demon is winning. It's not going to be the demon. I don't oh. think he does the demon anymore. He's not going to do the demon. What until do you mean he, he doesn't do the demon? He's anymore. not going to do the demon again until he goes for the uh, one of the main titles. Yes, he's he, he's fully it's, fully guys, Finn okay, Balor. Stop talking. Stop talking, both of you. It's wrestle. Fucking mania! He's doing the demon entrance. Uh, that's a fair point. It's a fair point, I'm but sorry. he has not hyped up that he's doing the demon. Right. At Which all. is why it's going to be a surprise. I won't die on the hill that he's not doing the demon, but I kind of feel as if he's not doing the demon. Five bucks. Five bucks is not doing the demon. Five bucks, but we not could, ten. I'm on. It's on. Five I would bucks. do five, but I wouldn't do ten. <laughs> <laughs> the demon is coming out. I think uh, Miz is going to take a paternity leave because he just had the kid. Yes. I think Seth Rollins doesn't need the belt. No. I think Finn Balor, as the demon, is going to win. Harvey, are you going to side with me or them? Um, I, I'm going to side with you, but I don't think it's demon. I Fuck think you. it's Balor. Club. Go to hell. I don't know. I, 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 I love well, Finn. Here, think about this long term. If, if Finn wins the IC title, just as Finn, that still leaves ceiling for him to need the demon when he goes for the universal Boom. title later right. in the year. Vince McMahon will not let him win without the demon costume on. Cause he's insane. That's fair. <laughs> I don't know. I th- look, that match is going to be an incredible match. I'm excited for it. And then the one we're all psyched for, Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon versus, uh, versus uh, what do you call it, uh, Cammy. Um, I think I'm excited. I just want to see Daniel Bryan not die. I'm going to feel uncomfortable watching this entire You know match. the first thing Daniel Bryan's going to do is dive through the ropes with a suicide dive. Yep. <laughs> just, oh, just, to, just to get every one of us off of our fucking couch. No flying headbutts. Well, uh, there was a video today about him training, and it was him doing a backflip for the first time in three years, he said, where he ran, jumped up to the top rope, and backflipped off. He's like, wow, man, I haven't done that in three years. So, so it was a lion, lion salt, basically. No, it was a it was a legit like f- just a backflip and lands on his feet. Lands right? on his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's what I think. I'm gonna, before anybody else ruins it. I'm going to get one in. Get it. I think the Miz is going to cost him the match and start a feud. Ooh. And start a feud. 
Because they're going to do the superstar shakeup like soon after. So I really. And then he's going to take off for paternity leave and come back for SummerSlam. And, and Brian's going to be doing a light schedule. So he's, he's probably going to be doing. Yeah. yeah, at least for now. I've heard he's only doing like bigger events. No, he's, so. he's, he's not doing house shows, well, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's more that they're going to actually have. I think they're going to do um, concussion checks every time. It's going to be a that's real battery. It that's yeah. gonna, not something you're going to want to do after every like Raw. Yeah, not three times SmackDown. A so. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, Harvey, what do you think is happening in this match? I don't know. This is the match that I fear the most. <laughs> it could truly mess up. I, I feel this turning of Daniel Bryan, which does not need to happen. But I feel like they I, – I, I don't think they need to do it. Just that these two have a match. That, that, let, let them show his stuff. And then something happens and Owens and Sammy win. But And then, of course, Shane will take the pin. But – if they turn Daniel Bryan, which I can feel, well, I don't know if I could watch the rest of the show. I'm just like, don't do this to me. Just let me enjoy him. Let me see him wrestle. Let me see him get all pumped up. Let me see him get fired up. Don't do it. Don't turn him. It just it would just be terrible. Just give me a good match. I almost don't. I don't care who wins. Just let Daniel walk out of the ring. Still as a face. Everybody's still saying yes. That's all I need. That's that's really it. See, I think that they tried to turn him heel before because they thought he was going to leave, and I don't think the crowd would let him or react to him as a heel. He would just he would just do the thing, and the crowd's going to cheer him anyway. The crowd's going to shit on him. I do not think that there is a single instance in this world where the crowd would ever turn on Daniel Bryan. I'll give you one. What if Brie comes out and she says, "I'm pregnant," and then he gives her the knee? Okay, that's that's. Oh wow, I, 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 I'm gonna walk back that previous statement, Adam. There you go. I mean, you you challenged it. <laughs> that shouldn't happen, everybody. It's, it's, I'm just saying that should not happen. But you challenged the writing. It's so. not. And then Snitsky wow. comes out. Also, I'm, Snitsky comes out and goes, "It's not my yeah, fault." Yeah, I was just gonna say that what I just said is nowhere near the worst thing that's happened in wrestling in the last ten years. I know. <laughs> so. I know. I don't know where we found you. Can we please send you back? Um, <laughs> let's let's move on to. We've got still got like seven matches. Yeah. Uh, women, women's championship: Charlotte Flair versus Oscar. I really have no idea how this one's gonna go because yeah. it makes sense. This is a good opportunity cost to let Oscar finally lose, and it's still she'll still look good at the end of it because Charlotte is a worthy champion. But you also could see Oscar winning so that she can fight Ronda Rousey later down the line for another mega payout. I don't know. I could see, this one's one of those ones where I'm just excited to watch the match. I, I don't see. Wins. I don't see Oscar losing. At all, I agree. See, yeah. see, I I have a theory which ties into the AJ Styles Shinsuke Nakamura match, where a t- if a title changes hands, it would be more likely to be Charlotte and Asuka versus Shinsuke and AJ because Vince is not going to let two Vince people... is still angry about World War II. He's still angry about World War II. So can't let two <laughs> Japanese people win. I, I, I could not have said it better myself. I, I thought the same thing, but then I realized he's not allergic to money and he's really competing with New Japan now. He is, but Shinsuke's... I mean, they're both... Shinsuke and Asuka are both terrible on the mic. Asuka is awesome. Right, and that, that's, about, that's about all the gas you got in that tank. You can't handle Oscar. I think I, I I cannot possibly fathom the moment Oscar losing. I, yeah. I just can't. Oscar, you, Oscar, you know, sells more merch than Shinsuke Nakamura too. So you get the mask. Yeah. The kids love her. Yeah, I, I would say Oscar. Plus, the women's division needs more like legit competitors. Right. So this, even though she is one now, this built this 
truly cements that she is one. Correct. You know what I mean? Agree. So. Yep. Adam. Yo. The match I'm most afraid of is actually not the Daniel Bryan match. It is the Mix Max Challenge. The Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. And the funny thing is I'm not even afraid of Ronda Rousey and Stephanie McMahon. I really am afraid of Kurt Angle and Triple H. Because <laughs> Kurt Whoa. Angle looked a little rough in that yeah. shield thing. Yeah. And Triple H, you know, he, I've always found his matches to be kind of boring in my whole life. I actually think Ronda and Stephanie, I'd rather see Ronda versus Stephanie. Sure. For in a five minute match, yeah, then see this schmoz thing that's going on. Yeah, um, what are your well, thoughts? Well, you know, I've, uh, Triple H and Kurt are in the match because Ronda's going to need to be pulled out here and there when it gets awkward um, due to her inexperience. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I don't see how you possibly anybody can imagine this match ending in any way other than Ronda. Oh, winning. oh yeah, this isn't. We're not talking right. about who's yeah. winning here. Yeah. We know who's winning. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's it, it's weird because yeah, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is the guy who, uh, when you get into some random city on tour and uh, you're in a bar. And and he's the guy who wants to buy your entire band's like three rounds of shots. And, and I, I love that guy. Yeah, but you also walk away from it going, "What the fuck was up with that guy?" Yeah, oh yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> See, my my thing is you. It's I'm, I'm, this 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 whole thing is going to be a shit show because you have inexperienced and bad on the mic, teaming with. Bad on the mic doesn't really. You you wonder if he actually knows who, where he wait, is. Wait, wait, who are we talking about? Bad on, oh, teaming with. Okay. Yeah, teaming with. Yeah, you 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 wonder if he knows where he is half the time and made of broken parts at this point mm-hmm. versus oh. Triple H and Stephanie, who right. are that. Well, have we talked about it? That promo they did last week on Raw, the training video, yeah. was possibly the greatest. Like that made me like I don't give a shit about Ronda and Kurt. Like Triple H and Stephanie they, and Harvey. If you haven't seen it, Adam, if you haven't seen, it, go see the training video for Triple H and Stephanie. It was the most storytelling they've done for this ever. It's amazing. I I I actually have been a fan of Triple H like because I hate him. But like as a fan, you know what I mean. Like I, I love that he's he's just such a good heel, and Stephanie, I've always thought Stephanie, with the exception of when she literally says, you know, before she walks out, I'm gonna do an impression of my dad. Other than that, she, <laughs> other than that, she's great. Like you know those those times where she like really tries to act like her dad, I get weirded out. But other than that. She's a fantastic heel. I'm just saying that Stephanie and Triple H are going to have to do a lot of work to make Ronda and Kurt Angle look good. Sure. Absolutely. They're going to earn it that day because it ain't going to be coming from Ronda. Got to do it. You know it. Mm -hmm. Harvey, is The Undertaker going to answer at WrestleMania? No, I just, I'm just really? kidding. This the, really? the American badass. No, the American badass is coming. Do you, do you think? I don't you, want, okay. I don't, and I don't want to see him. I don't no, want to see him. Nobody wants I to want, see him. How great would it be if Cena was in the crowd the whole show and he never showed up? If he never showed up, and everybody's waiting and we're expecting it to happen, and they're dragging it out, and the and the last match hits, and then it's just Cena. He's there with popcorn. Everybody turns and is looking at him, and he's just like, I don't know. I thought he was going to show up. I'm just a fan. It would, it'd be great. That would make my day. 
that would make my day. Because then you just leave like, what? I, I think that'd be hilarious. So I run a uh, I run a wrestling Facebook group called Yes Yes Yes, and oh. uh, the one of my the guys who runs it with me, Matt Culper, he has been posting a the same picture of Taker on the bike for thirty. <laughs> he's he's been posting it for thirty days. Now I believe this man has a wedding coming up, and. He still is just posting pictures of the Undertaker as American Badass. He's convinced he's coming out. He's been convinced he's coming out since before it was a thing. So um, I'm hoping at least for my friend that that, that Taker comes out as the Badass. But uh, just real quick, the yeah. one other thing: Kid Rock's going into the Hall of Fame. I know. And yeah, I know. If he's not going to be performing the song, I don't. I don't know what the point is putting Kid Rock in. Well, you know the two themes, the two different theme songs that he's doing for WrestleMania aren't good enough for you, Adam? No, they're not. I mean, unless this is the beginning of his Senate run. But Uh, (laughs) that's not happening. He said, "Thank God." Uh, Look, the uh, we think Undertaker. This would be the first time ever that they never like. There's a match that's basically going to be created at the pay per view. Sure. Yeah, like this is the Mm -hmm. first time, which is kind of interesting, but. I do hope they do have the running gag of John Cena basically hosting WrestleMania from the crowd. Oh yeah, as like, a fan, where's John Cena? It would be pretty funny. Did you see the one thing? Uh, I don't remember which of the sheets it was on today, but somebody said that um, that Taker was going to come out and just confront Cena, and that it would be for next year. Oh, oh. and then oh, they better not and, do that. And then real American hits. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh no. A three-way: Cena, Mean Mark, and Terry Bollea. That's do, what I want. To that's see. right. Do, oh. do you know what that is, uh, Harvey? That's you saving one hundred twenty dollars a year on the yeah, network because that's you canceling right on the spot. <laughs> yeah. To be Literally, fair, listen. to be mm-hmm. fair, Hulk Hogan is not racist. Terry Bollea is racist. <laughs> that's wow. true. That's true. Let's Good. be oh, clear yeah. here. Let's be very so, clear. To be very clear, the blue blazer can fly. Oh, <laughs> we are getting punch drunk here today, guys. Wow. We got two more matches. I think, still? Yes. <laughs> still. Uh, this could be a long Sunday. Uh, I'm just going to wear pajamas uh, to your way, house. Adam, you are invited you. Uh, to our house on Sunday if you would like to come anytime uh, after 7. I feel, are, like, I feel like I need to ask you to edit that joke and, out. No, 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 no. We're leaving that in there. We've said way worse about Hambone. Uh, he actually has. And 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 Harvey, you are also welcome. Uh, we also just add you to our wrestling group, Adam. I realize you weren't because he's a terrible friend and didn't add oh. you beforehand. Um, Thanks. It's not called Yes, 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 but it's my basement. It's my basement group. Uh, I'm throwing shade yes. at George right now for those listening at home. No, it's true. You're a bad friend. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> versus AJ Styles. Mm. Uh, this is a tough, oh. like I, I want to see Shinsuke. It would be the happy moment for Shinsuke Nakamura to win. Uh, I do think that it could be two Japanese wrestlers because it's not Asuka's just one of the women's champions. I don't see why they couldn't have two women, two people of Japanese ethnicity winning. They did it at the night where they, yeah. was it Rumble? I think so. Yeah, yeah, they did it. But that's the only thing that's a little weird where they do Rumble again for WrestleMania. That's the only thing that's a little strange. AJ Styles, a good hand. He does need the belt. Sure. Right. I think he's, he's been holding it for a while now. Yeah. Too. He's there to save their ass every time. I think Vince McMahon has created a relationship with AJ where he's like, you are really my new like right hand if I need. Right. Like what John Cena kind of used to be, but without thinking of him as like Roman Reigns because he knows AJ Styles is 41. 
and it is what it is. Uh, but right. you know, and I do appreciate that he's at least taking him on as he trusts him. He trusts him. I think it's because he loves Jesus. Uh, he's a flat earther. He doesn't like gay people. I don't know. He's a flat earther. He's not a flat earther. I've heard stories. And he, Harvey, and, and, and Harvey and he, are you cooking? And again? he does not not like gay people. Oh, not not. Yeah, he, that, oh, everything you just said is untrue except that he likes Jesus. I, I've heard a lot of things that are pretty. You've been you wrong about search, everything tonight. Search, no, that's not true. Superman's garbage. Uh, look it up. Look up. Uh, look up AJ Styles flat earther. Look up AJ Styles gay people. You'll see some stuff that you might not like. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you, but he, you know. Oh, I, I would be so. That. I would be so sad. It, it's pretty sad. I, I agree. Harvey, what do you think? AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura? Um, I think it's. I think it's Shinsuke. I think it's going to be him. I think Shinsuke wins, but I feel like there's potential for a good. I feel like we have some. There's potential for a really good storyline here. I think we put the belt on Finn, and either we keep if we keep the belt on AJ, and maybe we kind of put a little club together, a little group together, and we start taking over the world or something. Oh, or what would you call that club? I I I, I don't know. It's I, I I don't know. It's just maybe, I don't know. Barrel club or shotgun club or how cool would that be? Because WWE has decided they're just going to go at Bullet Club. They're just going to mess with them. They're going to do whatever they want. They have like the more important people in the, in the group anyway. Let's just call it Bullet Club Two or something or Too Sweet or NW or NWO. Oh. Ooh. They have the name. Look, I think because I believe on on, I think we all know this. Roman Reigns is winning the next match. I yeah, believe yes. because Forgot Roman Reigns is winning, they are giving it to Nakamura. They are giving it to Rusev. They are giving it to Finn Balor. They are giving it to Oscar. They need all this goodness. So by the time they fuck us at the end of the night and they've run out of lube, <laughs> we'll take it a lot easier. Well, After all that goodness. In regards to Roman winning, um, a thought I had that could make that go down a little easier is um, what if uh, Seth and Dean help him win in a heel shield move? Oh. Because Dean's, Dean's kind of do, and they, we, hold on, hold on. This isn't just like total fantasy booking because not, we like, know they were trying to do shield, right? And that mm-hmm. didn't happen. And Dean's probably due to be back any minute now yeah so what better time bring him back have seth come back come in and you do a shield thing to beat brock and you just let the crowd get super angry at the shield you know i i we all say it we all fantasy book it roman reigns is never turning heel it is the up the ass no lube that we'll always get. We'll always want lube. We'll never get it. Roman is never <laughs> turning heel. True. True. I, although I will say, Adam, I think that is a if there is a way to do it, that'd be the best. That way would be the it. best way. And I don't. I don't know that the crowd would would negatively react to that because all the crowd really wanted forever was the shield to come back. The shield came back. Everyone was happy, and then everyone got injured. Well, yeah. Roman got the mumps. Yeah, he, oh, that's what I see. Roman got the mumps. Uh, Dean and then Dean like broke his arm for the first time in twenty years. Yeah, and wrestling. then and then Seth was like, "Yo, I'm I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go hide wrestle. From you. I'm gonna go wrestle on the C card with whoever the hell that guy was." Guys, that is WrestleMania. 
that took way that took so we went way longer than a half hour that was a good almost hour with our wrestling preview we probably lost nice. half our audience now hopefully we've got a lot of new subscribers i love that we got new reviews thank you hambone you're welcome hambone is like really just like this is new ham new year new hambone new year new hambone new year new hambone like he is just like always happy he's trying to be a better friend he's a good guy we i'm, I'm a good friend happy 39th thank you, you are a friend. good good man I don't have a title to present to you, but just know that you are the handbone we all love. Oh, buddy, thank you. Let's let's go around the room. First of all, let's start with Harvey Big Black. Let's throw your music. What is your favorite thing from this week? Go. What do you? What, what shit did you love the most this week? It doesn't matter what it is. The shit that I. Oh, uh, okay. This is simple. I'm vegan. And I found out that Vienna fingers are a vegan treat. Whoa. Happiness for me, that made my week. I can eat Vienna fingers and not feel guilty about it. Hooray for me. That was awesome. How can they reach you? How can the kids reach you, Ham- Hambone? Harvey, how can... <laughs> I keep forgetting about the other black Hambone that we have. Harvey would be Hambone 3 at this he would point. Be Hambone, yeah, Hambone 3. And it would be, he'd be black Hambone 2. Like, it'd be tough. Whoa. How can they reach you, Harvey? Twitter, Incognigroidian. You can't mess up that name. Not at yes, all. Yes, you can, actually. Uh, do you, let's, let, let's let you go. You can go hang up now. Go enjoy your, tuck the rest of your kids and make them some food. They're probably starving. We appreciate you having, having you on once again. Take care, Harvey. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good night. Bye-bye. But we still have Adam Bone. Adam Bone, I'm really not doing well today. That, that, so, so you're essentially starting my my heel wrestling faction. I, clearly, I am. I'm just really tired. I think it's what it is. Adam, what's your favorite thing that you love this week, and how can the kids reach you? So, uh, my favorite thing this week is the new Jack White record. It has been panned universally. It is uh, extremely experimental, and. Uh, Fans of his for a long time will notice that he's always put out the odd, really weird song over the years, and this is now a full album of just weird as shit songs that almost don't make sense. But it's been growing on me, and I like it more every time I listen to it. And how can the kids reach you? Uh, Instagram, A Bird Music, or Twitter, Adam Bird Music. And let's not forget the birthday boy himself. Hambone, sure. what do you love this week? How can the kids reach you? Uh, this Last weekend, I went to the ZapCon, and I picked up Andrew McLean's Headlopper book. I got the trade paperback from it. I got a sweet baseball cap as well. I am very excited about it. It's kind of like an adult adventure time. I'm a big, big fan. You can find me on Twitter at Hambreaker, where I pretty much only talk about professional wrestling and Dungeons & Dragons. And if you want to have a drink with me for my birthday, I will be at Art & Soul this weekend. Your birthday ended on Sunday. Yeah, that, I make my own rules, man. Uh, I'll be celebrating at Art and Soul for the Rex Manning Day 2 party uh, in Hawthorne. So come on down. Saturday night. That's not how the kids can reach you, though. Well, they can reach me in person and, and buy me a drink for my birthday. Did you give your, your how they can reach you? Yeah, I did. Breaker. Dude, I'm so tired. You are really tired I'm tonight. I'm so tired. I apologize. It's been like, it's been, maybe I should steal somebody else's theme song. You know what my favorite thing this week was? More cult shit? No, I actually got a uh, a, a, a a coin 
from Rancid. It's like is it a challenge coin? It's a challenge coin from the wow. Dropkick Murphys and Rancid. It's a two-sided uh, challenge coin. They released special just for their tour. That's awesome. And I have now have a new challenge coin to keep on me wherever I go. Very very cool. I actually got it with a. Um, they released their tour shirts from Let's Go, and I was on quite a few of those City Garden shows. I bought the tour shirt, got the uh, the challenge coin. It actually almost feels like it's plastic, but it's not. It does feel like it's plastic. Do you have your Power Ranger power coin on? In my pocket, my good luck charm. Always, always, always. Always keep your challenge coin on you. You can reach me at GLK Creative on Instagram. You can reach me at GLK Creative on Twitter. You can find me at cultofgeorge.com. I am finishing up my tour of duty as the Northeast PR manager for the month. So I will have a little more free time to actually get some stuff up on cultofgeorge.com. Obviously, MyTaiTV.com for all the old episodes of My Thai Happy Hour. Zatza canceled their promotion of us. They were very upset with what we were saying. We cannot promote Zatza anymore. Nope. However, we can promote My Thai Happy Hour. Go rate, review, subscribe, rate, review, subscribe. We need the love. We need to rank higher as the best sci-fi superhero pro wrestling just greatness ham bones happy hour i am george this is Hambone. take us out everybody remember be nice aloha Всю душу свело, 